0: Hey, yo, guys, welcome to this week's episode of Two Point Culture Podcast. Two boys, Chase and Zach. Zach, what's up, man? How you doing? All good on this side, uh, brother. How you doing? I'm great, man. I feel real pumped up after that workout that we got in yesterday, too. So I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now, man. Ready to roll. Between that and the Eagles right now. Hey, we'll get hey. into that later, though. I don't want to, you know, shoot my shot, but this Kelly Green on me is here for a reason.
1: Listen, Colts. He's got the win too. Last week, it was a scary one. Almost blew it, but that's what they're called. That's why they call them the cardiac Colts, baby. That's <laughs> how we roll. Double if C's. The, game, the games aren't scary. <laughs> they didn't come to play. That's the way I look at it. It's
0: Carson Wentz's way of
1: living. By the way, while we were on your call, uh, and- this, <laughs> this is this is this is pre-Wentz. By the way, this has been for the last couple
0: of years. This the, the way of cult. life. This is the Mallard way of life. <laughs> Yeah. What <laughs> um, were you saying before? What I was going to say was so, not to stay on this subject way too long, but, uh, you know, we've seen football players come out and say, like, openly miss events in their lives because, you know, they're playing the game. Yeah. So, um, how do you feel like about Carson Wentz and announcing, like, Michael Scott announcing bankruptcy that if he, he'd miss the birth of his child to play against the Jacksonville Jaguars? And what do you take away from that? <laughs>
1: Listen two sprains is all in right now. Okay. And I am for it. (laughs) Um, Give me that energy. You know what kids? Sure. It's a great moment, but daddy's got to pay the bills and he's got a super bowl to win. So I mean, you made the right decision. You made the right decision. I end end mean, for,
0: for 23 million dollars on the season, yeah, he probably made the right decision to meet the I think I, I would probably miss my child's birth for at least 23 million dollars. But listen, you know, the, but, the the good lord told him to play, he plays okay. So I just want to know: is it because he hates his family or because he hates the Jacksonville Jack Wars and he wants its fortune? To
1: well. If you look at the stat line, he didn't really torch them up that much. Fair enough. (laughs) uh, He played a very conservative game, but somebody else torched them, and that's JT, baby. He is on fire right now. He is the running back number two, I believe, on the season in terms of rushing yards. Only King Henry, who has fallen for this season, sits at number one.
0: Still sitting at
1: number one, missing three, third game this week, second game? Second or third game, doesn't matter. He's. To be honest, it might take, another, <laughs> might take everybody. Might take JT a couple more games to pass him. So, we'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, so far it's been an exciting season in the NFL. We're up to week eleven. Um, Passing so quickly. We don't really need to recap too much of week ten. It is what it is. Some teams won, some teams lost. There were some upsets. We'll say that. Quite a few. Uh, but switching gears back into a week 11, who do you have as your breakout players? Let's let's switch this up here. We usually save
0: this to the end of the pod. Let's start with it. So I'm going to talk about a few players that are supposed to shine, and then I'm going to talk about a few players that may be there. And if they're not there, then guys, I will edit this on a story and recant my picks and Go for it. explain that. So where would you like me to start? Do you want me to get a QB first or...
1: Well, let's start with the most important position in the offense and maybe on a team. That's
0: a quarterback position. Go. Who do you have for this week? All right. So, Zach, as you know, we're coming to a point in week 11 where we're about to have a grudge match. Former coach, a former quarterback about to square off against each other in the state that they used to play in of Carolina. So I'm I'm going with Cam Newton as my quarterback. I think without the the, – defensive line pressure, of uh, Montez Sweat and Chase Young, that he will show, show up and shine. We already saw him score two touchdowns on his two possessions uh, and not afraid to throw the deep ball. So, yeah, I'm going with Cam. I'm back.
1: I'm back. Okay, what was a better call? What was a better sound soundbite, him saying I'm back or Rogers saying I own you to, sh- to the Chicago Bears? I own you.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I absolutely agree with I you. I own you. I'm back as a great celebratory, like, yes, like, give me my crown for my mm-hmm. moment, but I still own you. It's, <laughs> it's disrespectful, and I'm, I'm I'm always here for a little bit of extra, you know, little chip off the shoulder there, so yeah, I'm going with uh, I still own you! I still own you! <laughs>
1: Before we continue and I, I give you my quarterback, just, so I, I want to touch upon something with cam do you think that this was the best situation for him to come back to
0: yeah i think it's the most ideal one ideally we would have liked to have seen sam darnold be a game manager as i talked to you about this yesterday in the gym yeah if i want somebody who's going to risk it i'd feel much more comfortable with cam doing that i mean we're still talking about somebody who's only a couple years removed from a super bowl appearance yes it's night and day from the player that is here but yeah, no, I'm, I'm more with Cam, and I'm on board with Cam on this one.
1: I just think for the Panthers to be successful, they have to run the ball. Um, they don't need to really be a deep threat team. And I think with Cam, he gives you that dual threat of run-play action where um, – You just don't know if he's going to give it to McCaffrey or even Hubbard. Now let's, let's give Hubbard his credit here. He's, he's done very well for a guy who at the beginning of the season was only considered a backup. That's a three headed monster backfield and you don't know who's getting the ball. That's a defensive nightmare. Washington doesn't have chase young this week either after he was lost with the injury, Gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough game on the ground to try to stop this Carolina
0: Panthers offense. Yeah, and if anything, we if we've seen anything, I mean, run, run, run. Play actions all of a sudden set up, and then you know wait for Cam to cork one to Robbie Anderson off over the top.
1: The only person whose value I think maybe takes a bit of a hit on this with Cam as the quarterback is DJ Moore. Yeah, and that's and that's just because like now DJ is probably gonna have to get the underneath passes and and try to make yards for himself, which isn't isn't the worst thing either because he does have that explosiveness to you know get free, especially if, uh, on a quick slant, right? Per se, right? Um, sort of like Robert Woods-esque.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: I think DJ Moore is probably one of the most underrated wide receivers in this league.
0: Zach, you're killing me with anticipation here, man. Who's your quarterback, buddy?
1: My QB for this week is Dak
0: Prescott. Wow. Well, yeah, you you know what? (laughs) Before I praise you a little bit, maybe that's the right defense to put him against. Yes, you're on to something, sir. Yeah, um, Chiefs secondary has been brutal.
1: I also think this is going to be a high-scoring game, so therefore Dak is going to have to throw the ball. If I was going to say a potential scoreline, I think both these teams could probably get up into the thirties on both sides, because let's be honest, Dallas's defense isn't so great either. So what you're saying (laughs) is you're taking the over. Absolutely. However, chiefs in the over haven't hit as often, or if not, yeah, this season it's been, it's been a real miss for the chiefs. So while I do think that Mahomes might be back, I also think that he has to play Dak.
0: I have have one thing that I'll point out about this game that I think it's going to be, like, it's really ironic because we know how powerful the Chiefs' offense is, but I think it's the one area where they struggle, and not to stay on this too long, because we'll Mm -hmm. we'll be right along with our other players very shortly, but uh, where Kansas, I mean, sorry, where Dallas struggles on defensively, Kansas City struggles on offense. So I, I trust the Dallas Cowboys secondary, but this is going to be a game where they kind of need to run the ball. Yes, but I also think that KC
1: will probably get up in this game at one point in time. So Dak's going to have to throw. Yeah. Um, I'm also curious to see if Dak uses his legs
0: a little bit more of this. Yeah. Against them. Now when Melvin Ingram and Chris Jones coming out, he might have, he might not have a choice. Exactly. So we'll see
1: what happens there. But I like Dak in this game. Um, hammer if you have Amari Cooper or if you have CD, hammer those two guys for sure because they're going to be in for a lot of receptions as well.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, running backs.
1: Too. Oh, that's true.
0: Running, running backs. backs. Okay, so here we go with my bias. We're going to talk about a player that is coming back off of injury right before his injury. The Philadelphia Eagles started running the ball, and the game he got injured, he was averaging five yards a carry. I'm talking about none other than number 26, Miles Sanders. That's going to be my breakout running back for the week, if he is healthy enough to play.
1: Yeah, Sage's defense
0: gives up quite a bit of yards
1: on, on on the ground right now.
0: And guys feel safe to feel the tag team of either taking also Ross and Scott or Jordan Howard. I think they're all up for big days.
1: Do you think miles also has a bit of a role in the backfield in terms of
0: receiving? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think his hands are going to be better than what they were when they were, were with Carson Wentz, unfortunately, not a knock to Carson. I just don't think that that last season was a little bit off, but We've seen Sirianni take the play calling out of Jalen Hurts' hands, making him run the ball and probably going to have to emphasize the check down a little bit more and play action. And really, I I think this is going to be a huge day for the ground game. Last time the Philadelphia action. Now, you know what? We're not going to do this because we're going to get into that later. Um, Who is your running back, my friend? I'm
1: going with James Conner. Arizona on this one and I like the touchdown volume especially against Seattle do you know what Seattle has given up the fourth most yards against running backs this season
0: Jeez.
1: yeah the legion of boom is now doomed because there is nothing left of that defense compared to years prior um Cardinals are going to have their way especially if Kyler's back I like James Conner here. He's probably going to get majority of the snaps. I know they have Edwards as a backup, but I I don't see him getting too many targets. Cards had an off game last week. Give me James Conner this week. I think he goes off. I think you're going to see two or three
0: touchdowns from him. I'm, I'm going to go two. I'll go two to be safe. The Carolina defense didn't make it easy for them last week. Uh, hopefully they have a much, much easier opponent this week. I forget. Sorry. Pardon me. Who are the Cardinals playing again? Seattle. Okay, yes. Uh, Yeah, I expect a more fluid run game against the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Yeah, I don't think Russ is 100% healthy, too. That's another factor in this. I think he's trying to come back and try to save a season.
0: Maybe he's sleep deprived from his 19 hours a day of (laughs) of rehab recovery, I should say, pardon me. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go to wide receiver. Who you got? Uh, I'm going with none other than WR1 himself over there in the Bay. We're going with Debo Samuel. He's coming off of an electric night, 133, two TDs, rushing. He was just all over the field, man. Ultimate weapon, Kyle Shanahan. And he ultimately, he's managed to stay healthy. Yes, he's dealing with a calf and a shin right now, but for the most part, it hasn't slowed him down a minute. So Debo Samuel in Jacksonville, that's my pick.
1: I like that pick. Eli Mitchell's banged up. He had finger surgery. They, well, they, The coaching staff expects him to play through it. However, I would suggest that that's probably going to be limited. So be very wary, especially for fantasy. And Jeff Wilson, while he is a good running back, he's more of a goal line, yeah, short yardage back. Exactly. So don't be surprised if Depot gets some carries at running back as well. Yes, sir. They have a fun offense when they're clicking. They can move guys around the field and pretty much create any type of scheme nightmare for any team. The problem is they have to have a healthy lineup
0: <laughs> and not on for, the field. And not for nothing, and not that we're going to recant this game, but for those of you who didn't see the Monday Nighter or who have not been familiar with the past record of the LA Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers, the San Francisco has won the last five games. So I right. think Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay in the little brother complex right now.
1: I think Kyle Shanahan needed that because he was on the hot seat.
0: Yeah, a, a little bit, but I mean, I'm still not going to press too much against Kyle Shanahan because, you know, we, we talked about everybody being injured and I joked about this last week with, uh, if you are the 2017 to 2021 Eagles roster, that might be like the asterisks, <laughs> but Not for nothing. The Niners haven't been that had a clean slate of health for a while either. I mean, this is the first and longest season that we've seen Debo Samuel play. Couple that with George Kittle being in and out for the last two seasons. Brandon Nayup, I don't know what he did, but he's in the doghouse (laughs) right now. And then... He's slowly creeping up. Slowly. And then Nick Bosa too. I mean, Nick Bosa missed the majority of last year on the defensive side. So I'm not really going to press too much against San Francisco. Uh, and if we continue to look, I mean, look at the corners. They've dropped by the dozens. Yeah, I think they just released Drake uh, Kirkpatrick. They did as On well. That.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, just want to throw this out there, though. Kyle Shannon's only had one winning season, and that was the season that he went to the Super Bowl.
0: They made sure they emphasized that game this week, especially with the Thursday night game being Atlanta versus New England. Yeah.
1: All right, for me. I'm going at wide receiver. Gimme Mike Evans just because I think Tom Brady is going to be pissed off at the last two weeks' performance. And unfortunately, the, the New York Giants will have to suffer the wrath of Tom Brady on Monday night at 8:15. All because of the Washington football team. <laughs> TB12 <laughs> is gonna go off. Um I had to choose between him or Godwin. Give me Mike Evans on this one.
0: That was a great uh, pick, though. I, I support that pick.
1: It's a big target. Let
0: him get open. All right, tight end. Tight end. Well, speaking of big target, let's go with one of the meanest in the game. Uh, I'm going to go with Mark Andrews. Khalil Mack is not Andrews. practicing this week. He is not at practice this week. Maybe he's projecting not to play. Mark Andrews should have no problem shredding, shredding that defense from where his position is and pushing him up, making himself nowhere on that O-line on the block. So I expect a big game from Mark Andrews.
1: That's a good pick, too. Lamar's right. favorite target. Let's, let's go, Zach.
0: Who's it going to be?
1: Well, I had to do the double stack against New York, right? So Woo! instead of going with the Bucks, I'm going to go to the Dolphins in this one. Mike Gesicki, <laughs> The other Mike. You went with Mike and Mike. Absolutely. Mike and Mike against New York, baby. Jets, that's it. Done. <laughs> <Bye>, Self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We,
0: we don't need to waste more time on that. <laughs> nope oh man but no for for real though i i think that that is a great pick i think that that will be more than favorable and unfortunately right now and i never thought i'd be saying this i'm in a position where i have to pull for the jets <laughs> how does it make you feel i feel unclean <laughs> <laughs> oh forever unclean that's bleh. jets and bills hey eh, this week for you Jets and bills this week <laughs> uh, well, listen, like just I mean, like, I need Carson to play, <laughs> at least. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's 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 my only request. Let Carson play his snaps. <laughs> All right. So this
1: week we got Patriots Falcons. That's the Thursday night game. Mac Jones has looked fantastic. He's I think he might be the front runner right now for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, potentially. Which, I I believe so. Yeah easy win for him this tonight or
0: I would say so but I don't know I feel like this is a little bit of a trap game I so oh, let, me, I let, me, I let me see where you're me, coming from I see where you're coming from we're all we love to get these 28 to 3 jokes off because of what happened in the Super Bowl and not for nothing we saw them get dog washed by the Cowboys last week mm-hmm. so but to that to that notion, the Cowboys also got dog-washed the week before. So I think it's just the ch- coming of the times. Now, I do think that the Falcons are a lot more dangerous than we're probably taking them to be. They've been a sneaky do, team this year. That's it. So I do think that there's a chance that, you know, they pulled this upset. But let's be real here. I'm not betting against Bill Belichick, man. So it's New England today.
1: <laughs> I just find New England's defense right now is on a whole nother level.
0: I- agreed. Agreed, Mac is efficient as hell. Also, to that point, Damian Harris is coming back from after being cleared from the concussion protocol. And if even if he doesn't thrive, you know who we've seen thrive without in his absence, Ramondre Stevens, who had mm-hmm. 100 yards and two touchdowns last week.
1: Yeah. And then just because Bill likes to screw with everybody, especially people who play fantasy, he likes to sprinkle in a little Brandon Bolden every now and then, too. Of right. Course. For me, Patriots have looked Very good. It seems like you have to score early on them and try to shut down their their run game. The problem is the Patriots defense hasn't been giving up too many points in general in the last couple of weeks. They're going to definitely push for that finals. Well, they're they're definitely going to be pushing for that AFC East title against the Bills. I just think that the Bills probably have a little bit more juice. And
0: I guess a little bit easier of a schedule. So I'm going to pull up their schedule in a second. I just wanted to follow up on the offensive rookie of the year. Go for it. And Matt Jones is plus 125 right now. Yeah, there you go. And which is, well, so he's closed the gap, gap, pardon me, but uh, he's actually not the favorite. Who's the favorite Jamar chase. The first wide receiver off the board is the favorite at offensive rookie of the year. And that's how it stands right now.
1: Uh, Okay. Bill's Bill's remaining games, Colts, saints, Pats, Buccaneers, Panthers, Pats, Falcons, jets.
0: I, I like that. I mean, that's a tough schedule in itself. Yeah, with the exception of like maybe the Saints and the Falcons. once again, I know what I just said about Atlanta. I'm not shitting on you guys. I'm, not, I'm just don't worry with me fan base, but I'm just trying to keep it a buck here. I just don't <laughs> like most of those matchups for the Buffalo Bills.
1: You know what? I want to actually redact this statement here. Actually, you know what? The Pats do have an easier schedule. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. They have Titans, bills, Colts. Bills, Jaguars, Dolphins to end Jeez. the season. So yeah, this actually may come down to one. Th- you know what? The games against each other might end up being how this division is won. You're they still have to play right. against they have to play against each other twice in three weeks. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, that's that's gonna be interesting football right there. Sorry, continue Zach. I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm, go ahead. Oh no, it's all good. So f- you know what? I think we've been sleeping on the Patriots for a while now may have turned the corner. However, like you said, I think we need a little bit more. uh, I think we, we need a little bit bigger of a sample size before we write them in as a favorite for the AFC East, or at least a legitimate contender against the bills. Mm -hmm. But if the bills lose this week against the Colts, things can get interesting. It can
0: happen, man. Yeah. Um, Zach, when I wanted to say there, mm-hmm. I lost it again.
1: All good. Don't worry I about it. it
0: Anyways, when it comes back to me, I got us. Uh, Ravens
1: Bears this week. Like the oh, Ravens. No, I got ride. it. I got it. I got it. Sorry. Oh, cool.
0: Well, go for it. This is to retract a little bit and to recant it to week 10 there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollow Man. My Hollow Man Award <laughs> is back. Go for it. And my Hollow Man Award goes to Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I Elaborate. Don't know, I, I don't know who. Who didn't see this play? But in that game, Melvin Gordon had the ball punched out by Davion Taylor. And when Darius Slade got the ball and doubled back, oh, first of all, he lost the handle, doubled back, and then ran through everybody. Teddy Bridgewater was the last line of defense. And Teddy Bridgewater made a business decision and said, yeah, no, I just tried to push him inside and thought somebody else would get him. So, my hollow man of the night is Teddy Bridgewater's effort on that breakup, stopping Darius Slay's 82 yard touchdown.
1: You know what? I saw that actually, and that was hilarious. He did the old
0: pullback at the last second. Whoops. Yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Let's go. Baltimore. Bears. Come Ravens. on. Ravens. Right Come Give on. me Ravens. Give me yes. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Justin Fields, I know you had a great showing and you got screwed over on that Monday nighter and now you're coming off a little bye but yeah I can't still Lamar it's Lamar (laughs) what am I supposed to do guys it's Lamar
1: yeah they're easy win for for the Ravens on this one Packers Vikings I like the Packers in this one but Vikings have played tough games and have held their own and they just can't seem to close (laughs) games out so
0: First of all, let me just say, full disclosure, Aaron Rodgers was reported with a toe injury today. Oh, I did not see that. However, I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers in this division. (laughs) (laughs) I think just as he owns stakes in uh, the Chicago Bears, he owns just as many shares in the Minnesota Vikings. And I think that this is still the Aaron Rodgers of old. We will see him again show up like the boogeyman or like John Wick. Uh, however you prefer to see him. I, I will
1: say this about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They will not only will they win this game, I have a feeling they might actually dominate this game. Convincingly too eh? <laughs> my only issue is who's number one in receptions for the Packers with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback? Adam, right. Right. Who's number two?
0: Ooh, that's a Randall Cobb? Aaron Jones. Oh, oh, yeah. And that MCL sprain's gonna oh, fantasy owners AJ Dillon. This is your time to shine. Well, that's
1: kind of where I'm going with this. I think AJ Dillon might have to play a big, a bigger role than he I well, I guess that they were anticipating. I think he's gonna have to do it both in the air and on the
0: ground a little bit. Well, dude, if anything, we saw that last week that that's not an issue. I mean, he did catch no. a 50 yard pass. So, exactly. But Vikings defense
1: has been pretty good this year. If I'm going to say somebody on that team that could potentially be a sleeper, I'd say Alan Lazard. It's your time to shine.
0: He's about but, to do for his breakout game.
1: Yeah. But you know what? This is the Green Bay Packers. They always try to, they always find a way to win. It could be, it could be Lazard one week, uh, MVS the next, like, and at the end of the day, you still have Devontae Adams, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's
0: basically a nightmare for whoever's in front of him. Exactly.
1: Next. Okay. Colts, Moving Bills. Moving
0: right along. Colts, Bills. Zach, I'm going to let you start this one off because I think you're going to take this one to the heart.
1: Yep. Give me the Colts. It's going to be a tough one, but I actually do think the Colts can pull this off. And I think it's going to be a boring game, to be honest, It won't be too exciting, especially gonna on the offensive dog side. going to be a dog fight. I expect Michael Pittman to do what Michael Pittman does best, and that is dominate in the air. He actually had the most receptions and most yards when the Bills played the Colts in the playoffs last year. Wow! Because what happened was the Bills loaded the box to try to stop JT, left Pittman over the middle. I think he's going to be a little bit more guarded and a little more schemed than he was last time these two teams played however that's a big body and I still expect him to get his receptions give the Colts on this one sorry Bills fans
0: can't go with you this week so I'm not rocking with the Bills I know my draft stock (laughs) says I should take the Bills but I'm going to go with the Colts Ayo. I don't know I think this is the turning of the corner and I think this is the right game to do it there isn't and any given Sunday Sunday as long as Carson Wentz is on that field I have – and that's not to trash Josh Allen, but that Colt, number one, that Bill's defense is stout. So, yeah, they're, are they going to have the work cut out for them? Yeah, but do they also have the tools to do it? Yes. Yes, they do. So, yeah, I'm going to rock with you, Zach. Let's go, Colt. For the shoot.
1: Yeah. For the shoot, baby.
0: Lions-Browns. <laughs> I, I'm all right. So let's just get this out the way right now. After, after the Browns, I mean, sorry, after the Detroit lions lost that infamous bet where I threw down my money on the Detroit lions to beat the Phil. I really do think Detroit now is going to go on 16. Okay. I'm sorry. Tie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was and the, one. That was, by the way, that
1: was the most entertaining game I've and ever and watched. One. Yes. Oh, 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 16
0: and one. That <laughs> I was, do not think that they get a win. And, yeah, that was one of the most entertaining games. But, dude, what a heartbreaking game. Like, what when is he it going to take for Dan Campbell to get this
1: right? When when their kicker missed, oh, my God. At first, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, it was blocked. And then I see on the replay that nobody touched it. I'm like, oh, man, this poor guy.
0: <laughs> on the other side of the ball, what did you think of Najee Harris's comments? At the end of the game, I didn't know that we could tie in a professional football game. I, I do agree with Najee here.
1: They, they, we got to revisit this. I think this, the college way of doing it in the shootout, I think that makes a lot more that's sense. That's the proper way. Yeah. Either that or uh, you play till somebody scores and that's it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Continuous they should, overtime. They should just do, yeah, exact, or what they should do is, and I can't remember who I heard this from originally, but you guys start at the five-yard line. Shot for shy. If you both score, you back up to the 10, and you keep going back until whoever can't do it loses. Exactly. So
1: That's sort of like the college way, so yeah. I, I'm I'm 100% on board. Needless to say, give me the Lions this week, baby. Wow. Yes. I think that the Browns are fragile right now. They're banged up. Don't trust their quarterback situation. So give me the Lions and a sloppy
0: one. What's the only thing sadder than one Lions fan, Zach? Two Lions fans. I'm not going with the Lions, man. Come on now. I'm going with the Browns. We know what this is. Nick Chubb is coming back, fresh off the COVID reserve. Uh, I know he hasn't been cleared yet, but he will be before the days before the weekend is over. And I think he's going to dominate there. So yeah, no, I'm going with the Browns. And not for nothing, I think Miles Garrett's going to terrorize Jared Goff as long as Penny Swell's not there to block for him. <laughs> WFT. Give me Cam. Panthers. Give me Cam. <laughs> give me
1: Cam. Give me Give me the Panthers. Carolina yeah, I Blue. The, I got the Panthers on this one. Texans, Titans. Give me Titans. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I Sorry. I, I was like,
1: yeah, no, right. Give me Titans. Yeah, I think the Texans are the most surprising team that actually have one win. <laughs> like, how if do you would manage? Ask me, if
0: you would have asked me which team between the Texans and the Detroit Lions would have a win. I would have probably picked the Detroit Lions. <laughs> exactly. Me
1: too. They're really bad. Jaguars, Niners, Niners for me on this one. Going to the Niners. Dolphins, Jets. Oh, God.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's the just... leg-
1: <laughs> is the legend playing today?
0: <laughs> you can probably tell me better. <laughs> I'm is going Mike dolphins. White, no, on Mike this. White is not playing. The Mike White, the legend, is not playing. the The New York Jets starter will be Joe Flacco, and none other than unvaccinated. Sorry to make this the thing that's relevant in the world, but you know it is unvaccinated. Joe Flacco will be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, Miami Dolphins.
1: Yeah, Dolphins all day on this one. Uh, give me Mike Issey and the boys. Dolphins have a very interesting schedule coming up. I believe they play the Jets twice. They have the Panthers, and they have another team too. I can't remember, but they have another. They have another team that's a shoot. And hold on a second. No problem. Oh, Giants. That's right. Yes. Sorry. So okay, wait. Let me let me rephrase this. So Dolphins have Jets. Panthers, Giants, Jets as our next four well, games.
0: A lot of love in New York for there, right?
1: Not for nothing too. They also have the Saints, Titans, and Patriots to end.
0: Yeah, that's the football gods being like Trias.
1: Well, the Saints game is a toss-up because the Saints, every game they're supposed to lose, they win, and every game they're supposed to win, they lose, right? So,
0: Don't say that to me. <laughs> not this weekend. <laughs> Do not say that to me this weekend. Well, aren't the Saints, aren't the Saints supposed to win this weekend? I don't trust Trevor Simeon against the (laughs) – never mind. We'll get to that game when we get to that game.
1: Well, funny enough, we actually are at that game. Oh, here it is. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not betting against Philly. And
0: I think that the defense has a big day. I do think Alvin Kamara does have a day as well. But I do think Philadelphia's defense shows up, and I just don't trust Trevor Simeon. Plus, I think with the defense facing a quarterback like Jalen Hurts in practice, that also gives them the prep work for Taysom Hill.
1: Agreed. I'm going to go Eagles just because exactly what I said, the saints, every time they're supposed to win, they don't win this. To me, this is a game that if they want to take the next step, they want to be in that wild card hunt. It's a must win game. It's an, it should be a lock and guess what? The Eagles are going to make it tough on them and the Eagles are probably going to win. So
0: give me the Eagles on this one. Zach to top it all off last year, that game against, when the Eagles did play the Saints because we've played the Saints for a couple of years now, that was Jalen Hurts' first start.
1: I, I remember that because I had Jalen Hurts in fantasy. Yeah,
0: he did very well for you that day, I bet, eh? Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> you know, they ran the ball for 246 yards while the Saints only performed for 96, and two out of three red zone trips they scored. They won the battle of possession, not by much, but by enough. And even the total yards, they had about 80 total yards on them, 453 to, uh, sorry, 358 to 413. And from what I've seen, that O-line, this team is a lot more closer knit. That run game is actually thriving now to the degree that the Eagles are the top team in the NFC in rushing. Synth, and funny enough, we were talking about them not running the ball enough. Now here we are. So, yeah, give me the Eagles by a landslide.
1: I agree with you on this one. I won't go a landslide, but in a close game.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh Simeon is going to keep this close?
1: Uh, no, I just – I still think that the Saints defense has moments where they look respectable.
0: Yeah. they And they still have very capable players, you know, a la Malcolm Jenkins and Cam. Yeah.
1: I just – Okay. We have to talk about this before I move on to the next game here. Why didn't the Saints go after Cam
0: Newton? Oh, wow. it's a loaded question. I think that Sean McVay is probably looking at the answers in the offseason coming. I know that the quarterback draft is shit, so Mm -hmm. the class is a little bit less than stellar. So what we're going to do is... Quite clearly not go on them, but I think he might make a run at one of these quarterbacks that could be a free agent next year, AKA, like I've said before to you, Jimmy G, because a As a, managing quarterback, from a trade, yeah, yeah from a trade. Yeah. Uh, if not Jimmy G, you know, there's also always talks of Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers being on the move. So who knows? Deshaun Jimmy Watson. G, Deshaun Watson. So maybe they're going to make a run of one of those guys to, you know, emphasize their highlights. And maybe that's why they don't trust Cam.
1: Yeah, I kind of set myself up for this one because I kind of already know the answer. You have Taysom Hill. Why bring in somebody who's
0: Jackson, some know that?
1: Yeah, I'm not saying Taysom Hill is Cam Newton here. Let's pump the brakes on that. But the fact is, why bring in another quarterback that has the same skill set in a sense right. as what you already have in house and who knows your playbook? So,
0: right. All right. Raiders, Bengals. Oh, give me Vegas. They need a break. <laughs> Listen, I if I'm going, you know, football what have you done for me lately? And if I'm looking at the Bengals and what they've done for us lately, I mean, I can give up. I can understand the Raiders hate because what we saw on that Sunday nighter wasn't the best showing, but is it really that much better than what we saw from the Bengals the last time we saw them touch the field
1: yeah you're, you're not wrong I like the Bengals on this one though give me give me the Bengals here I think that they are I think that they're going to be prepared I think they needed that little bye week that they had they're rested come back scheme for the Raiders Raiders are struggling right now I just think it's a Kind of, it's kind of a a blessing for them at the stage of how they've been playing that they get a beat up Raiders team, and I'm starting to wonder if this might be the last season with Derek Carr as the quarterback of the Raiders.
0: Well, funny enough, you mentioned that in the discussion that I was having earlier. I would also like to rehighlight, you know, Devontae Adams has been very vocal about going to play where Derek Carr plays, so. We also have to watch that.
1: Derek Carr would be a pretty interesting fit in Green Bay, if.
0: See now, Rodgers, now we're thinking.
1: If Aaron Rodgers does decide to go somewhere else, but take his hey,
0: somewhere else, take his talents to
1: South Beach. Maybe there's a little swap there that we don't know about. Maybe a little Raider for Packer quarterback. I don't know. Plus picks. Plus who picks. knows. A lot of picks. <laughs> you
0: got to put some respect on Aaron Rodgers. And oh, like absolutely. Derek Carr. So.
1: No, no. no slight went...
0: to Derek Carr, by the way.
1: No. I don't know. I just, I think that Derek Carr is, to be honest, no slight at all because we've been pretty vocal that we praised him last mm-hmm. episode too with the way he handles himself. And when you see a guy like that, who who's, seems like his teammates respect him and he seems like he would do anything for his teammates, you kind of want to see that guy succeed somewhere. And. Right now, I think with what's going on with the Raiders, this organization kind of looks like it's in shambles, and be nice to see him go somewhere that maybe he'd feel a little bit more appreciated. Fair uh, enough, Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Casey, Cowboys. This is a fake This might be one. Of wow, the, this is going to be the one, eh? The loaded game here. I know I have Dak, but give me the Chiefs.
0: God, this is going to fucking suck to say.
1: Hey. You can have a breakout
0: performance and still lose. So that's You're what I'm going abs- with. You're absolutely right. You know what? In the spirit of just doubting the Cowboys and shitting on them a little. Hey, our Texas listeners. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I <laughs> think. <laughs> <I'm not here>. <laughs> <laughs> I do think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think last week we got the clip of, you know, the return of Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I think that that defense was perfect for. What am I looking for? I think that defense was actually perfect for the fact that Travis Kelsey has been, you know, getting handled physically a lot, over mm-hmm. especially over this season. So I just think that that was a nice warm up. Lucy game, and I really do think that the Chiefs show out here. So despite the struggles of their secondary, give me Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on this one. Give me KC. I think Mahomes, I I think he's shrugged off the inconsistency issues. Um, I like the weapons in this game. Personally, I think Tyreek Hill has a big game here and he shows out. I know it's not much of a prediction because he always has a big game, but it just feels a little bit more special when it's against the Cowboys.
0: I also, I agree with you there too. And I really do think, because what we do know is this Trayvon Diggs isn't going to be playing Tyreek Hill. Like he's played every other receiver because Tyreek Hill is not every other receiver. So exactly. That's going to be an interesting matchup too, to see how they help over top with that.
1: Seattle Cardinals. Arizona, Arizona, if if
0: Kyler's there.
1: Yeah. I will put the asterisks on that one too. If he's not there, it's a little bit of a gimme game more. I'm leaning more towards Seattle, but I I think Kyler's back this week and I think Arizona gets the win here.
0: Yeah. I'm more with Arizona unless Kyler's not there, then give me Seattle.
1: Chargers Steelers Sunday night game.
0: Okay, so this is a really, really tough one. Mm -hmm. And, man, I wish I didn't have to talk about that. (laughs) You know what, man? I'm going to do it. I'm going with the state of Pennsylvania this weekend. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: I'll go Chargers on this one. I think Justin Herbert gets a win here. I think
0: they need it. and. He's about due, but they've had some weird games this past couple of weeks, man. They haven't looked like themselves at all.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that one. It it has been tough, but it it seems like if there's one game that could maybe turn around, Sunday night primetime game might be the one. Get them back in the <laughs> win column.
0: And if there's one defense, I can probably give them a bigger headache than anybody else. Though it's that Pittsburgh Steelers defense that hasn't really looked that bad and hasn't really fallen off, even with. <laughs> Potentially missing the time of TJ Watt, maybe missing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I do agree with that. Should be an interesting game. I'll give you that. That's for sure. Monday Nighter, Bucks, Giants, TB. TB. Yeah, I agree. It's the Tom Brady Buccaneers, baby. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, there's cool. not much that really needs to be said about that game. I just, you know, much like. Who's a team I can think of? Oh, well, much like their other counterpart, part, New York. I think it's a dumpster fire. I agree. Okay.
1: So I have a little question for you here. NFC right now is loaded.
0: Yeah. It's
1: we're looking intent. at, we're looking at what five teams that have bounced around as the favorite in the
0: NFC. Yes. In the last, what, six weeks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's much like our fantasy football league where everybody's five and five. It's a really weird <laughs> place to look at everything. So just to reiterate here,
1: we have the Cowboys at 7 and
0: 2. Yeah. Cardinals at
1: 8 and 2. Rams at 7 and 3. Packers at 8 and 2 and Bucks at 6 and 3. Okay. Based on what you've seen to date, I just as of today, how would you rank from first So let's go one to five, one one being one to five, one being the best in terms of which of these five NFC teams is closer to a Super Bowl appearance or is looks more capable of winning a Super Bowl. Okay.
0: So one and two really had me stuck. And until I see two it together, I'm going with the repeat chance of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as being the closest to win a Super Bowl. I think that number one betting against Tom Brady is almost a stupid bet, but hey, here we are. Uh, (laughs) I really do think that they're going to figure it out. They're going to get health on their side. Their corners are going to come back. Everything's going to be on the uptick right as they get into the playoffs. And not for nothing, they haven't really been like dog-washed except for week two by – my number two team, which I'll come to later, but mm-hmm. yeah, right now I really do think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still the best prepared out of these five teams. All right. Who do you have do your number two? I have the Rams. Okay. I think, nice. sh- I think Sean McVay does figure it out. I think that defense does settle down and I really do think that offense gets to clicking. They just need to figure out how to make this Odell thing work without Robert Woods. As I've discussed, I think that the Odell trade is not going to be as effective without Robert Woods' presence on the field. For those of you that missed it, Robert Woods went down with an ACL; his season is over. Last Friday in practice. So yeah, no, my number two team is the LA Rams. I do think they can turn it around, and it's kind of hard to also fight against a defense with three gold jackets on its side. So, nice. let's go, let's go, Rams. Four, three. Oh, sorry. Three, excuse me. Yep. Yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> I well, following in suit, you know, there's a quarterback that I don't like betting against. So AR 12. Aaron Rogers, number three, number three. Nice. I, I really do think that he is something special. He probably, he has been to the big dance. He's not afraid of the big moment. And unless he's facing the 49ers in the playoffs, I think he'll be okay. Okay. Right, so four. I got really stuck here, by the way.
1: I had problems with four and five as well.
0: And so four, if Kyler is healthy, it's the Arizona Cardinals because five, do I really trust Mike McCarthy not to Mike McCarthy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I chose the lesser of two evils. Sorry, Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: I will say this. Five for me on my list I do have the Cowboys as well. For me, the reason why I have the Cowboys at five and I don't think it's a, it's a bit of a lock just yet is what you just said, Mike McCarthy. I don't trust him. He has proven time and time again to make stupid calls and stupid decisions in key games. And I think this is going to happen again. (laughs) Maybe even this Sunday.
0: Maybe
1: (laughs) even this Sunday. You might be right. honestly. You, you honestly might be right. Um, I like the foundation of what the Cowboys have. I just think that they're missing something on defense. I just don't think that they're there yet. Could be maybe some more moves in the offseason that maybe bring in some more marquee impact players on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know what it is, but the- I just...
0: Yeah, go. The the answer is, like I said before, it's why this weekend's game is a great game against the Chiefs, but it's not situated in the Chiefs' strength to take advantage of the Cowboys' weakness, which is where they really, really, really struggle to stop the run. They really do. Even the addition of Michael Parsons, we obviously saw how they felt about Jalen Smith, as we also saw how the Packers felt about Jalen Smith by releasing him. Mm -hmm. I just think that they're probably going to make – I don't know what linebacker is available coming forward, but I do think that they make a push at linebacker to upgrade that position because they haven't been the same since Sean Lee's been gone.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And to be honest, I can even go one step further. And I know Colts fans aren't the biggest fan of him right now, but since Eberflus has left as yeah. the linebacker coach, it's it's really been a struggle for the Cowboys linebacking core They seem to kind of be in shambles and they seem to kind of be a little bit lost out there. So a little bit of, I guess, stability would be huge for them and maybe another playmaker on the defense side of the ball. I have the Cardinals at four, just like you. Same as you, I think a healthy Kyler can make or break their season. Unfortunately, though, I think the loss of TJ Watt is going to play a bigger part. JJ, oh, sorry, you're right. JJ I always get them mixed up. So loss of JJ Watt is definitely going to play a bigger part in their I guess failed quest at, at get, gaining the title, you know, at going for the Super Bowl. He brings a different element. He opens Chandler Jones up a little bit more and without that and they didn't address that at the trade deadline kind I don't know, they kind of they kind of stuck Yeah, it's, they're kind of stuck and I don't think they have the defense to get it done.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Nope. Who's your number, number three, Zach? Th-
1: they're at the Rams. My number wow. three. Wow. Yeah. I agree that they made some awesome moves, and they're like a be a GM team mm-hmm. <laughs> for most people's Madden them, picks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I manage my Madden teams. <laughs> What draft picks, we don't need yeah, those. exactly
0: child, yeah. please.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's fine and dandy, but I look at this roster and I, I look at that average age, especially on defense, and mm-hmm. starting to get up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, injuries are a concern, and also this, this division just getting out of the NFC West is it's going to be a dogfight, so mm-hmm. I don't trust them enough to finish or at least close enough to be a super bowl contender we've also talked about matthew stafford off mic potentially playing with an
0: injury yeah potential back injury but then again i was looking back at matt stafford's old games and like he goes through this streak too where it's just like his questionable decision making it's not to say he's not a great quarterback he just you know once in a while he hits this slump where it's like he threw that (laughs) right but when was the last time matthew
1: stafford played a meaningful game Whenever you have a top 10 defense. That's one year. Yeah. yeah well, I, just, I know to Dallas. Yeah. So a pressure situation quarterback. I like the other two who I'm going to name more than the, more than him. So that's why I'm going to write the, the Rams off as my number three. Uh, number two, I have the Bucks at six and wow,
0: three. So your number one is the Packers.
1: I have the Packers at number one. Wow! Now the, only difference I have between the two is, as much as Tampa Bay's offense, I would say is on paper, looks a lot better than Green Bay's. I find what they're doing with Aaron Rodgers right now is, it's so in sync. But it's on the defensive side of the ball that's where the big advantage for Green Bay is. Bucks defense has not looked good this year, and once again, if you look at that average age of that defense, all those guys that they brought back are one year older. And last year they got lucky. A lot of those guys didn't have injuries, the key guys. Well, this year they have been dealing with injuries. And unfortunately, a lot of those guys that are banged up are out a little bit longer, long-term than what I guess projected to be or what they they were last year. Right. So it's, I, I just think in terms of vantage right now, I think the Green Bay Packers should be considered the favorite. To go to the super bowl in the nfc and not for nothing if they get the number one spot winning in lambo is a tough place man especially mm-hmm. in the cold like that and i, I know people are going to say yes we've seen green bay finish first and and aaron Rodgers lose those, those big games and whether it's matt lafleur or if it's uh mike mccarthy the decision making in those big games has always come back to haunt them mm-hmm. i get that but it has this last dance feel for some reason. And it has this, especially with all the stuff that happened with COVID too, the fact that Rogers was ready to leave and go play, you know, go to jeopardy. There's something about this Green Bay Packet team that you kind of look back. And if they do pull this off, you're going to be like, what a fucking team. I do have one
0: fun, fa- one fun stat for you about Aaron Rogers. Um, go for it. So Aaron Rogers, when he's not pressured, he is a top five quarterback. With time and delivery, Zach, do you know where he falls if when he is pressured? No clue. This this number is going to astound you. know uh, where? Thirty-three. Oh, ouch. Okay. <laughs> Thirty-three. Remember this also, because next week there is Bon Miller and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey roaming around in that field. Now I've seen Je- Devontae Adams have his way with Jalen Ramsey obviously, but, you know, it's still notable to note that those two defensive monsters are going to be coming towards him for a full 60 minutes, at least. Yes, but I believe they get,
1: um Vatiari back, too, that's right? True too. So that's going to be helpful for the Green Bay offensive line, and I think Green Bay's offensive line actually has been pretty stellar this year, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Right now, they have... Anyway, all right, well... I won't, uh, I won't put a number on that. I don't trust that source, so I won't put a number on that one. But, yeah, no, it's, I have Green Bay. I, I do think that there's something special about this team. Uh, I know we're not supposed to bet against Tom Brady, and I, just because right now Green Bay looks like the better team doesn't mean that at the end of the season Tampa Bay won't, but that's kind of where my rankings are right now. All right. Speaking of which, you want to go into the – let's finish this off here with the uh, AFC-NFC wildcard race.
0: Okay. So what I'll suggest for this is I'm going to name you the six and the seventh teams currently in their slots, and then I'll name you the four teams that are still in the hunt underneath them, like four to five. Right. So would you like to start with AFC or NFC? Yeah, let's do the AFC first. Sorry about that. All right, so in those, that, those last two wild-card slots, we currently have... Well, well hold ones. on,
1: hold on. Actually, you're going to have to go five. We're going to have to go five because four, five, there's three four,
0: wild... Two, three, four. I have them in front of me, too, if you want. I'm only missing up. the fifth one from the NFC. Rams. No, 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 because they're a lock already, aren't they? Oh, no, they're not. Oh. Cards For in, for in the hunt?
1: No, um, sorry. Okay. So right now, let me, let me go from, from the NFC. You want to do the NFC first? Sure. Okay. So we have the pack. We have the Packers at one
0: Cardinals are two. Oh, that's why. That's why. Yeah. So I just want the teams that are in the hunt. So the last two, not the teams that are division leaders in the
1: wild card, there's five, six, seven, and then there's two in the hunt. Right. Okay. Okay. So So Rams are five. Right. Saints are six. Carolina's seventh, and then on the bubble is the Vikings, Niners, and Falcons
0: at four and five. Zach, which one of those teams gives you the most confidence to either push out one of those three teams?
1: Okay, if I have to choose between those, uh, I don't trust the Vikings. I would say the Niners if, if I have to put money on them just because if they're healthy, they could cause a problem and they might be able to squeak in. If I have to take a team out, that they would probably knock off would be the saints. Hmm. Very, very interesting.
0: This is where my bias is going to show right here, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. You deserve it. Let's go with Philly here. All right. Fun fact, Philadelphia and guys, I know I'm biased. I'm sorry, but so I'll give you my alternate choice afterwards. Not with as much of a descriptive <laughs> breakdown breakdown as this one, but I am taking Philadelphia because uh, one, their strength of schedules by far the easiest for the rest of the the NFL. Mm -hmm. Number two, their traveling schedule is a joke because they don't have to catch a flight for the next nine games. It's awesome. Number number three, they play the Giants twice, and they play the Jets. And they play the Washington football team. So fairly confident in the fact that they could take them out. If I'm counting on a team that they're taking out, and I know I bigged them up before, but they're going to take out the Carolina Panthers. Oh,
1: okay. So why Carolina over the Saints? Just curious here.
0: Uh, strength of schedule, the adaptation. We don't really know still what we're getting from Cam Newton. Right. I mean, that's, we did just see them plug yeah. plug them in in the red zone. And now all of a sudden, one week later, he's getting ready to start. We don't know what that arm strength was because last time we saw that arm strength, it didn't look that spectacular in New England. Mm-hmm. And the injury bug just seems to always come up with this Carolina right now. So whether it's on the defense or the offense, keep in mind, they just got Christian McCaffrey back. We've also seen Christian McCaffrey leave shortly after returning. So I'm just not convinced by them. And it's not to doubt Matt rule. I just don't trust the fit circumstances around Matt rule.
1: No, that's a good explanation. I'll go Carolina over Saints on if I have to take one person to get knocked out, just because I think the Carolina Panthers have more playmakers on offense and on defense compared to the saints do. Only thing that I would argue against my point is like you said, I'll take Sean Payton over Matt day. Yeah.
0: And so I'm not completely biased. My, my sneak in team now, because you took the Niners, I'm not going to take the Niners. I'm going to take <laughs> I'm going to go with the team that I feel like can be a trap to make a push for the rest of this. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Mm, nice. I think that their schedule lightens up a little. I think they catch a break despite the fact that they are getting dominated right now in the run game. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I do think that the Atlanta Falcons can get it together and still have the tools to make a playoff push. Despite the fact of the injuries, I think Matt Ryan is still a capable quarterback. I. Still think that Kyle Pitts is not. We are not even seeing the scratch of the ceiling on an offense, let alone the fact that he might be the guy now because Calvin Ridley is out for an unprecedented amount of time. Mm-hmm. The other side now, right. AFC.
1: Okay. So we have the Chiefs, Steelers, and Patriots. If I'm not mis- oh no, sorry, no. Oh, we have let the me Patriots, Chargers. S- Steelers, Patriots, Chargers.
0: Yes. yes. Sorry. Yeah. Steelers, and then- Patriots, Chargers. Then it's followed by the Raiders, Cincinnati, Indy, Cleveland, and Denver. Yeah. This is a
1: tough one. I mean,
0: not for me. <laughs> but.
1: Uh, You're going to okay. live in
0: your bias there too? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I am going to live in my bias. Because. Fuck your shit. Personally, if I have to say out of these teams that are in the bubble. I feel the most confident about India. <laughs> I find Indy's better than Cincinnati. Yeah. I, I think agree. they're better than the Raiders. I could, I could make a good argument that right now they've been playing better than the Browns and I think they're better than the
0: Broncos. So yes, I will go with India on this one. I'm going to go with you mm-hmm. and agree with you about being better than all of those teams. I, also, I have a personal vested interest in the Indianapolis Colts and the amount of time that Carson Wentz <laughs> has to play. But I'll try to be a little bit different here. So I don't trust Cleveland from a health standpoint. No. I can't. Baker Mayfield is banged up, and he said he's never played more torn up. And this is a really hard situation for Baker Mayfield to be in because this is the year you have to decide if you're paying him. So with all that, that's the that's the Cleveland Brown situation. The Las Vegas Raiders have been nothing short of a... I don't even have a word to describe the season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, l- there's
0: so much off-field shit with them that it doesn't even Players, make sense. Players, man. Players. Players, man. coaches. They're, I mean, remember this. John Gruden's not going away. He's get, suing the NFL now. Do that's I really situation. want to trust a team that also has to go against Patrick Mahomes and... Justin Herbert, while they're not really dealing with those off field distractions and that have shown they're capable of winning big, big games, besides that, Cincinnati, I don't think is there yet. I know there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot more to be desired, yeah, yeah, uh, whether it's defensively sometimes again that off and we've seen how they go off to um a really really slow start, and so. By default, I'm right back on the Charger. I mean, on uh, the Colts, man. So, yeah. I you mean, didn't even mention. I, I, can't, I can't even touch Denver because what am I going to do? I, I was going to say, you didn't even. Water, mention- man. Like, I, told <laughs> you guys, I don't trust the Denver Broncos until they get that quarterback situation situated as a whole. Situated, should fix, pardon me. But no. So, um, yeah, Skull Colts. And if they're taking anybody out, it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have the Steelers,
1: too. I don't trust Big Ben. I don't. Like, he's looked so bad. And the fact that they haven't prepared for life after Ben is insane. What's up Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> apparently, Dewey's out there texting and uh, throwing shit balls to uh, people in practice. Apparently, according to the beat writers, apparently he looked terrible and like disinterested. Yep. Well, like during warmups, so that's not that's never a good sign. Mason Rudolph, tech—he's definitely not the answer. They've tried this multiple times, and it just doesn't work. Honestly, Steelers' weapons too have been banged up, especially on the receiving end. Yeah, it's uh, Claypool, James Washington, Deontay Johnson—all balled up through their issues this season. The only thing is, and this kind of boils down to what we had with Carolina and the Saints. It's like I I like this the charges but when you go coaching for coaching like between the two of them Mike Tomlin coach circles around Brandon Staley right now
0: yeah and that's not to knock Brandon Staley because I think Brandon Staley will be one of those coaches that are you know the future minds of the NFL but I do also think that you know Mike Tomlin's experience is something to speak for for itself never losing a season is something to speak for for itself uh winning not once but twice is something for itself actually no he won once right
1: no, I think he has two. Oh no, no, he has, one. He's he has one. one. He has He's one. He has one. Yeah, one. Uh, He's yeah. one with
0: We're being what? being in that situation. Yeah, with that. No, I remember that year. It was against. Yeah. Um, it was against. Was it against Aaron? No, because he no, went to they... two. He lost to
1: Aaron. He won. He won. uh Arizona. That's the one. Yeah. I do. Th- cower I...
0: cower won the one against That's uh, the Seattle. One. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. But I I do think that. Uh... Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar just scored scored on a wide open screen pass. Uh, yeah, no, I do think that Mike Tallman can out coach, outperform, and you know, just the better upside of a of a leader in that situation. But yeah, let's let's go, let's go, Colts for the shoe.
1: That's it, baby. But hey, okay. we still got a lot of football left. Yep. So, got what seven more weeks, eight more weeks? Eight so, more weeks, man. No, I think this is going to be an exciting time, and we're going to start seeing the pretenders and the contenders start to separate themselves a little bit. I also think there's going to be an interesting battle for who gets the number one pick this year. <laughs> no, Lions, I don't think it's
0: much of a battle right now.
1: <laughs> I know, but if the Lions I, manage to win, that's one, eight, and one, right? That extra tie could Detroit, make a difference.
0: Detroit managed to. Achieve the rare feat of a tie before a win. I think that the Detroit Lions have that first round pick all sealed <laughs> up for themselves, buddy.
1: I got one more question for you. If you had to choose a three and six team or three and seven team to make a push towards the end of the season, you don't have to say that they're gonna let's you don't have to say that they're going to be in the playoffs, but maybe just in the hunt. If I have to give you Washington, Giants, Dolphins, Seahawks, or Bears.
0: Who would you choose? Washington Seahawks, Giants, or Bears, or Dolphins, or on Dolphins. the AFC side. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Ooh, don't have to make the playoffs now. You just have to see, like, oh, no, you just have to see them like, maybe finish. Yeah, let's yeah, just say.
0: Yeah, I would say yeah, it's too. the it's the one that makes the most sense out of that bunch. I don't. I mean, Pete Carroll's a proven time and time again. Like, don't count us out with. Russell Wilson, that defense always kind of tighten up a little bit more into the second half of the season anyways. And still, unless I see it for three times in a row, I'm not going to just give it one Russell Wilson. He's going to fight to get there. So yeah, I'm going with the Hawks.
1: Yeah, I would say, the, I'd say Seattle Seahawks too. Dolphins might make a run though with those four games. That's why I'd like to just highlight that. It's interesting. Dolphins won those four games. Hypothetically, they're seven and seven. So yeah, this is, it's a complete different ball game. Yeah. I'm curious to see how some teams manage this one week at a time mindset. And hopefully we're about to see some pretty interesting football games and some fun weekends in the next, Ooh, say six to seven
0: weeks. Yeah, it should be, man. I mean, time will tell what's going to happen, but it should there this is going to be a really really revealing time in the NFL that's about to go on and we're about to see some probably some teams make it that we thought weren't going to make it. So, I'm I'm highly excited for this. Especially with that extra wild card spot. That yeah.
1: that threw me off completely. I completely forgot about it at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Once I was reminded,
0: I was like, "Oh my god, Colts have a chance." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh anything I know, else I, I know off mic we said that there was nothing for music but the next versus battle was announced and who is that it's going to be three six mafia versus bone thugs and harmony and all members of bone thugs of and harmony will be present all five nice
1: that's good that's going to be a uh, it's gonna be a good versus battle right there i don't even know who i'm picking in that one i'm very
0: very torn a three six has some sleepers. Three like six, they have, yeah, but you, so you got to go back to old three six too, because that's that's all I the know. way back to like ninety three. I know
1: that's what I mean. They have some sleepers that people kind of forget about, and then you're like, "Oh shit, I remember that." Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember
0: that. Yeah. So yeah, no, that'll be that'll be a good one. That's slated for December second, Thursday Thursday night. Hey, mark
1: those calendars, ladies and gents. Yes, sir. Got a versus battle. Uh, besides that, I don't think there's any other big albums coming out. I think you maybe mentioned there was...
0: Nope, nothing. Just but... just the the French Montana album that's supposed to come out probably nah. this evening, but that's about it. I haven't heard anything else really big on releases that are supposed to... Oh, uh, Snoop maybe has... A, I think Snoop has an album coming out soon too. And it might be even be this week. There's a lot of features on it. He is not on every song. But a lot of big names, a lot of artists will be present on that album what do you think of the Kanye interview? I've only watched the first half. I think, okay. So wholeheartedly, let's Kanye West is a genius in himself. And, you know, on a, clearly thinking on a different level than we are. If you need evidence of this, you need to see how he discusses uh, how he says, like he's homeless, but home is actually when mm-hmm. I'm on the face. Some with my daughter mm-hmm. or, this mobile bag that I'm bringing around is all I need really. And then I get free shit from whoever I need to talk to as yada, 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 or even just the train of mindset of saying like, I don't want to use the words like should, shouldn't, can, can't. Like it's a different train of thought, but I thought it was very, very good. I just think that the shots, at you know, big Sean was unnecessary, especially because big Sean was hanging out with him. And he's like, that was the same energy. Yeah. I think it was an unnecessary shot, but at the same time, I'm mean, if I'm looking at the flash from both sides, Kanye West didn't really say anything wrong by saying I made a bad business decision in signing shot, but it's, it's a very, very big glimpse glimpse into the mind of Kanye West. And I do think that he's something else. That's, that's, that's how i sum that up by basically he is something else. Zach, what'd you think of it, buddy?
1: Like you, I only saw clips of it. I saw like, I,
0: I saw some parts in and out probably, Oh, no, no, no. I watched the whole first part. There's two parts of this interview.
1: Yeah, I know. I But I'm saying I watched clips of both parts of like both it. the first part and the second part. Got it. And like you, I, I mean, I find you got to see genuine Kanye. It didn't look like he was it didn't look like he was pretending. There were some times where it looked like he, it was a little forced, but for the most part, he was just kind of joking around and looked like he was having a good time. And just shooting his shit and just kind of talking. Yeah. You know, I loved, I loved what he said about uh, him being considered a backpack rapper.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That was great. Like it's just little things like that. Like I, I like to see more of that from him. But unfortunately, and this is back to what you were saying about Big Sean. I just feel like this, like this sort of stuff, will end up hurting him. Because eventually people are going to just be sick and tired of, of working with them. And I I understand that, yes, he's a big name and everybody, you know, in their mindset, they're like, okay, I'll be featured on his song. And yeah, maybe I won't get along with him, but I'll, at least it's a way of putting my name out there. But eventually Uh that.
0: I don't know. Because that, that's Eventually, the issue that's... with Big Sean right now. Because Big Sean's like, if you are that feel that way about me, don't kick it with me. Don't say we're cool. Don't act like we're cool in public. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I yeah, feel like yeah.
1: more and more people are going to start, act, are going to be like Big Sean, who are going to be like, yo, screw you for this. Because this it, is not the first time that he's rubbed people the wrong way from saying something stupid after, you know, hanging out with the guy months before or weeks before or two, right? This is, right. It's not the first time this happened, right? No.
0: It's just, mean, like, yeah. It just
1: looks, it looks away. The only thing that was funny, the, the one part that I really got a kick out of, I, I was dying laughing, was the Soldier Boy comment. Yeah. Like, yeah, was funny. yeah, yeah, but When he's he, just like, he's like, well, did you hear that line? Because <laughs> there's a reason why I wasn't on the album.
0: <laughs> but you saw right after him and Soldier Boy squashed their beef, right? So like, i speaking, we're done to that too, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might as well. Drake and and to piece it up. We keep calling him Kanye. He changed his uh, name. Yay. Sorry. I, yeah. Don't no disrespect my bad. Yay. Don't, don't. He, might, he might come after us for, for some. Uh... Oh, dude, that means we made <laughs> it. <laughs> What's up, Shalom, If
0: we're, <laughs> we're going get a bar off in a yay song, we made it. Zach. That's it. It's a wrap. Yeah. Hiring up the podcast. No more need.
1: Oh man. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, they squash their beef. I, In front of Chappelle. Well, we kind of talked about this. We kind of actually alluded to this on the podcast. Maybe it was a marketing. Yeah. it was. A, I think it was more of a marketing publicity stunt. It's
0: a smart one. I mean, what better way than that he did it with 50. Now he just made it look real.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he's basically. If, basic, if yeah. that's not Go. true. Well, true. But, um, you know, this is just what we're seeing and how we interpreted their interaction i mean it made sense that both these guys would take shots at each other weeks apart from dropping an album so that fans from both of these guys can go back and forth and listen to each and go oh no this one was better no no if you go going back and listen to this one you could see that this one was better and, and and this song kicks it and this one fucking sucks and then just back and forth back and forth but guess what that's plays yep. for both those guys
0: yep and they both win and, and they both know. and let's be honest
1: I'm a victim of this. Yep. I played both albums trying to compare which one I like more to report back to you. And guess what? At the end of the day, I could strongly say that while I like both albums, they were both underwhelming. I had higher expectations for both.
0: Sure.
1: Now, now, do I hate the albums? No. Do I, will I still listen to the albums? Absolutely. But you know, I had higher expectations <laughs> and, and, but they, and it was because they jumped, drum, they drummed up this whole, uh, I guess, media experience and the hype
0: around it. And that's good on them. That, that's smart marketing. Yeah. I also do think that Kanye, I mean, yay. Making yeah. a 27 album song, uh, releasing a deluxe version of that is insane, but Hey, here we are. And I don't know. As I was watching, like the timing of this is kind of predictable because in that first interview, like he brought up Drake a lot. A lot. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure every 10 to 15 minutes we heard Drake. And that was a two hour interview. Do you think he squashed
1: his beef and he was like, okay, everything's cool now. Once he found out that Kim's dating Pete Davidson and not Drake
0: no i think that that, well he discusses what drake does in beef too and in professional rap beef which is where like drake will dm all the women that are close to you and then you know you have to deal with that in your mindset i do think that i don't know i don't think that that was the issue i think i just just think that was just gas on the fire and i think there's a pete davidson line coming somewhere in a song shortly because also Absolutely. the other thing that we had ne- that he did say, and even though it's true, Kim is still his wife. That's true. There's yeah. No they have papers. Awful- nothing. Nothing has gone through yet. That's still his wife. So, yeah. Good luck explaining that one later. Yeah. yeah well, celebs, what can you do?
1: <laughs> Pray for on the that bank note, account. Yeah, and I think on that note, I think it's time uh, we outie here. All right. Well, fam, it's been real. This is the 2PC. We out. Peace.